Hey guys, welcome back to As Told by Moms. We are back with sadly, sadly, our last episode of the season. Lore, how you doing? I'm feeling like a sad llama today. Sad llama? <laughs> that is so sad. Um, but the good news is, is that even though it's our last episode of the season, we have officially been renewed for season three. So wow. we are so excited that we will be back for season three, guys. Don't worry. Our contracts got renewed. We negotiated the heck out of these contracts and we're making it happen for you guys, you know? I think that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for, you know, our hundreds of thousands of listeners and literally um, all of the ads that supported us this this season, you know, mm. Amazon, Stanley, mm. Mm. Roadcaster, Beats by Dre. Thank mm. you guys so much. Yeah. Oh my God. That's going to be a dream to literally say that for real one day. <laughs> wow. Our free contracts have been renewed. <laughs> Thank um, you for reading my contract, Stephanie. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. We love to see it. I'm excited to have you back. Um, and I was excited to do this again with you. Um, I'm trying to look up our note for season three. I literally cannot find it. But we're going to take a few weeks off, regroup, do some, you know, soul searching. No, actually, we're not. We're just going to be like relaxing and chilling. Um, and then season three is coming back on May 5th. The national. I know. Chill. Oh. I was trying to do like a build up. <laughs> you said I need to find my notes, so I thought you really didn't know. No, I I didn't look on the note. I just looked on the calendar. Um, the national day of partying for the Mexicans, Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> wow. Is that okay. for like all Hispanics, or is it just like more Mexican culture? It's pretty much just Mexican people. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Well. Congrats to our Mexicans that listen. We're going to be coming back on your big day. Um, That's right. So yeah. Orale way. Orale way. That's probably inappropriate, but okay. <laughs> We're Puerto Rican, so we can say that. Um, okay. Lore, let's get into it. We talked about what we were going to do on this episode, and we are just going to do a recap of season two, basically. And we're going to recap some TV that came back, which we're so flipping excited about. And yeah, so we're just going to just chit chat for a little bit and just talk through all the highs and lows of season two. And um, yeah, we actually, this episode was supposed to come out last week, but I was traveling and out of town and I was not able to record. So, I'm and I was moving. You got I'm surprised that you got a renewed contract because, like, you didn't even stick to the schedule. No, literally, this is the first time we had to deviate from the schedule. And I felt so bad. But in between moving my family of five and two dogs from a uh, 2,100 square foot house to a three bedroom apartment, <laughs> it's um, it's been pretty tragic over here. But nevertheless, she persisted. She persisted. You know? And here we are. <laughs> Stop. I'm literally dead. Um, yeah, so it's actually been good. We're excited to be finally a little bit settled into the apartment. Um, I'll do a little apartment video eventually once, you know, the house looks like it's not in chaos. Disarray. Yeah, so that's been exciting. What's new with you? Anything exciting? 
nope. <laughs> All right. She's still there. She's still there just hanging on. Um, let me think. You got Honestly? your hearing aids. You have not done an update about that. Oh, that's right. Because the last episode was dad's and we had recorded it a little earlier than the norm. Right. How's right. that going? They're going good. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally got connected to the Bluetooth. Still struggling with like my work settings. So if you've listened to my hearing aid episode, um, I talked about what I have, which is called reverse slope hearing loss. And I can hear high tones, but I can't hear low tones. Mm-hmm. And so having them on with the high tones is very difficult for me because um, it gets to be like very overwhelming. Yeah. And I'm struggling with how to like adjust the levels and stuff. I'm actually going back to the audiologist on Monday to talk to her more about that and like mm-hmm. my specific settings and stuff like that. But so far, all in all, very good. Have you noticed like a different quality of life with having your hearing aids? Um, no, my life still sucks. No, oh I'm my god, stop it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, are you hearing your husband speak <laughs> speak more? I'm definitely turning them <laughs> off if I hear him. Um, <laughs> I'm taking them out. I'm like, oh, sorry, they're dead. Bye. I cannot. Um, no, I, I will say that I have, it's just hard for me. Cause like at work, sometimes I want to wear my headphones and I can't cause I have them in and then sometimes they're too loud and I'm just still trying to get like mm-hmm. the mus the muscle memory, the environment check, all of that. Um, I also share an office with somebody that is on zooms a lot. Mm-hmm. And so when I wear them, like I can hear her voice elevated. Mm. And then when I do Zooms for work, like I put my AirPods in, so I have to constantly take them out, put them back in, et cetera. Um, So it's just about navigating like the muscle memory and, you know, what that looks like for me on a daily basis. Yeah. The weekend is a lot easier because I can just put them on and go. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't wear them when I go to spin because it would be just way too loud for me. Yeah, that's like a party environment. Yeah, so what I did do was get a bigger Lululemon belt bag so that I could carry them with me at all times. <sighs> that just seems like a good excuse to get another Lulu bag. So can I have your old one? Um, negative. Why? I, I remember you do with it? I had that... I had that gift card. I got. I still have it. Oh. I got the bit. I got the bigger size in a different color. Oh, you know, you should give me the little one. I can't. Okay, I tried. Uh, eventually, <laughs> she will. I'm sure of it. <laughs> eventually, she won't. Nevertheless, she did not. <laughs> Nevertheless, she did not persist. <laughs> Truly. Um. Okay. If you hear my microphone sounding crazy, it's because I'm literally having to hold this thing because my stands are packed somewhere and I don't know where. So if you hear any like microphone sounds, just ignore it and just pretend that this is the premium audio that you're used to um, when you hear our podcast. So we're going to jump in. We're going to recap the season two and just go through like our guests that we had. We started the season off with our mom. Um, and it was pretty great. I think a lot of people were surprised to hear her story. I feel like I was a little bit surprised to hear her story. Um, how did you feel about our conversation with mom? 
Um, well, naturally, I cried, so, like, nothing new, you know? So much. We cried <laughs> so much that episode. We cried so much this season, Yeah, truly. it was embarrassing, honestly. Um, but I I really liked Ma's episode. I think that, like you said, um, it was very informative, not just for her, but also for everybody listening, yeah. you know, who can see how we interact as a family, how we interact with our parents and our sisters, um, as well as our husbands. And I think that Mob was a great jumping off point mm-hmm. uh, because the three of us tend to spend a lot of time together, um, a lot of, you know, communication daily and stuff like that. So um, she's definitely one of the key players for sure. Yeah. Um, I loved her episode. I think it was super heartfelt, super emotional. I'm trying to look at the stats from season two while we're talking just to see like where our episodes fell so highest episode of season two was let me see most listened to episode dun 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 not surprised sister sister redemption really yeah (laughs) i'm surprised i thought it would have been the husbands no the husbands was right under that um, oh. yeah, but I also think because those episodes, I don't know, people just love the chaos and the drama that Truly. come with those. Um, another thing I wanted to pull up was just like feedback that we've gotten. What's like the most meaningful thing that someone has written to you or said to you after like one of our episodes? Do you um, know off the top of your head? Yeah. Everybody always tells me like, I love your dynamic with your sister. You guys are so funny, beautiful, stunning, smart, you know, <laughs> the usual. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> um, I got a lot of people that really did love our sister episode. They thought it was, you know, nice to see the different dynamics, mm-hmm. old, oldest to youngest, and um, how to see how everybody interacts because we're also similar, but we're still also different. Yeah. And um, I got a lot of good feedback about dad's episode, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends who also grew up in church, she was just like, your dad has such like a very comfortable like preacher voice. Mm-hmm. And he makes you he makes you think about things in different ways that you normally wouldn't. And she really um, took a lot away from from dad's episode that you know, keeping God at the forefront um, is the best thing to do for you and your family. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. Um, let me see. Uh, somebody told me that they loved how we started putting dad out, like right on the spot, just jumping right in there. Um, <laughs> another comment that I got was for our husband's episode. I loved hearing from both spouses and the dynamic between you all. One learning, one learning as the talk was going on and then the realizations of love languages and how they change was great. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, I always get like good feedback of people like just thinking that it's so funny and all of that. So thank you guys for that. We're very, we're very proud of how this season kind of came together. Um, so after Ma, we had our husbands on. I think the love language thing was really cool. Um, I think a lot of it was just learning for us too. Like, it was having that conversation and just being able to learn something about one another, which I think was nice. Yeah, I think it was also very interesting how 
our assumptions of what we thought each other's love languages were going to be. Yes. And, I mean, especially for me and Juan, like, ended up being different. And I thought it was interesting that his um, love language had changed, you know, throughout the throughout the course of, of our relationship, whereas mine had stayed pretty consistent, but other categories had moved up. I thought that that mm-hmm. was very interesting. And I think that um, once we continue to ex- when we continue to explore that um i wonder if they'll you know change next season or later on down the line this year as life progresses and changes yeah i think that that's true i think that that is key for you to even understand and to take with you because at the end of the day like life will change dynamics will change your roles with one another will change what you need from one another are going to change throughout the seasons too um So mine was always pretty consistent. And then just as life goes on, life gets, you know, like busy and crazy and all of that. And I've had a shift in how I receive love because it's like, man, like I need to feel that support. I need to feel that like, you know, something different. So, yeah, I think it's I love it. I love the love language situation, learning about it, communicating with one another. I think it's so helpful. Yours was uh, acts of service, right? Heck yeah, girl. <laughs> Wash them dishes, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's what happens when you got three kids. Yeah, it's just a lot. And I think that, you know, with just the craziness of life in general, I think it's just it's just helpful. You know, people yeah. are, I feel like help is where I can show love and receive love at this point. Um, so just being a help. And then after the guys was our sister episode, which we kind of already touched on a little bit. But I think that one was just so funny. I think it was surprisingly emotional, too. Um, Just having all of us together, being able to do it. I think doing it during the holidays kind of played into that, too, because you're already kind of like more emotional during the holidays, I feel like, just as people as in general. Um, So, yeah, it was nice to give our sisters a platform to share their rebuttals. And, you know, I think we're going to have them back, right? We talked about that. Yeah, we definitely are. I think it was very interesting because we haven't had a holiday like that in a really long time. Yeah. Where it was the entire family together. Um, You know, there was sometimes like one kid missing, one family missing, et cetera. Um, But I I did think that it was a good conversation for all of us to have in person because sometimes, you know, it's just you and me. Sometimes it's us and Ruthie. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's us and Christina. So I think that having the four of us together was great yeah I mean we haven't done that in a very long time and I feel like we I feel like we almost needed it to a point too because it's like it has been so long since the four of us have been together um more than in just like passing you know and just being like hey you know basic conversation how's everyone checking in things like that um I think this gave us a chance to really like connect with one another and I feel like the important thing even like came after it wasn't even like what we did on the podcast I feel like that was cool that was special um but it was like going to dinner afterwards and having another two three hours together where we were just talking and you know calling each other out on like hey I want to be here for you you have to like share with what's going on like we not to be nosy but it's like we want to be there to support one another um 
So I think all of that opened up the dialogue for that dinner to even happen. Uh, so I think that yeah. was great. I agree. I think that it was also nice to have no interruptions, right? No husbands, no kids. Yeah. We, we really needed that undivided time and attention, that quality time with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that, you know, aside from the podcast, obviously, like you said, it was great. Um, but really sitting down at that dinner and having an opportunity to truly catch up. I mm -hmm. mean, you know, our, our group chat with mom is sometimes almost like a highlight reel. Like we yeah. only talk, we only talk about the good things and the way we don't talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we don't talk about the nitty gritty during the day or during the week. And, you know, ha being able to have that conversation, I think, was really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I'm excited to have them back. Um, it won't be as much of a redemption episode because we've already given them their redemption. And I don't feel like since then we haven't really talked any type of mess. So we'll see what happens in <laughs> season three before we TBD. have them back. Yeah, for real. Um, and then we finished off the season with dad. So we kind of talked a little bit about that already too, but, um, I was so, so surprised that dad got emotional on the podcast. I was 1000% not expecting that he is, I wouldn't say he's not emotional. I feel like he is pretty not sensitive, but he's like in tune, you know, with his feelings when moments are happening and things like that. But I was very surprised that on this platform he got emotional, which I think was really sincere and, and very sweet. I feel like, I mean, I don't know about for you, but because you see dad more on a day-to-day -day basis, obviously. Yeah. Um, but for me, I feel like dad has gotten very emotional with me mm -hmm. in, the, in the last few years. Um, so for me, it wasn't really surprising. Um, but it was it was still very nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I I did like it because sometimes I feel like dad can be very stoic at times. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he rarely, you know, he has to be the anchor, has to be the pillar. Yeah. And it's very hard for him to let his guard down and to be emotional. Yeah. Um, but I, I did think it was very nice to see that side of him that not a lot of people get to see. Yeah. And I thought that was the cool part, too. Like people who listen to the podcast who maybe have known our dad for a really long time would most likely probably never have seen that side of him. Um, and just like sharing his heart and his vision and his dreams. Like I really, really, really love that episode. Me too. I think that, um, I think dad's episode was my favorite of the season. Yeah. Just, just because I think it was the most, um, introspective he hmm. you know really decided to open up and you take in what you take what you put out you yeah. know and he he really decided to be open with us and to let loose to share with us in a way that I don't I don't think he would have yeah you know yeah um previously so I think that just seeing how open he was was really inspiring to me yeah I think all of our guests love their time on the podcast he has been consistently, though, the only one that asked me, like, about the stats, like, are people listening, you know, like, which is great. Like, you want to, when you pour out your heart, you want to know that people are listening, and it's done really, really well. So um, I always kind of, like, update him, and I'm like, hey, Dad, it's at this, you know, amount, this many people listen today, you know, so go listen to the podcast, get caught up, support the episodes, 
Um, he definitely wants to come back. Our sisters definitely want to come back. Ma definitely wants to come back. I think the funny thing, I think Ma was surprised of how much she actually enjoyed it. She right. doesn't like to hear her own voice. She doesn't like to do anything outside of her comfort zone. So for her to want to come back, like, says a lot. And I'm really excited about that. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm excited to – I feel like with Ma, we just really, like, scratched the surface. Yeah. Like, I would like to go deeper with her and, you know, talk through, like, some topics or something. And mm-hmm. maybe people can send in suggestions of things they want to hear her opinion on and yeah. we can chat about that, you know. I want – And have her I, and Dad on together. Yes, I think I that think would that, be cool. I think that would be great. Could you imagine if like the six of us sat down? Good Lord. Like, that would be a lot. <laughs> that would be a lot. I think it would be cool. I definitely think it's something we can work towards if we have enough like microphones and stuff. I think we have enough channels. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we have six channels on our board. So, I mean, it could happen. We'll it definitely could happen. I mean, the chances of all of us being together in one place is good. So I, uh, I definitely think it could happen for sure. Um, let me see what else. So we updated all of our episodes. We kind of touched base on those. We're not going to release anything yet for season three. It will be back Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. Um, and you just have to kind of see, see what happens. Um, we're going to go into really quickly. I say that every single time and then it's like Mm -hmm. five hours later. It's it's never quick. It's never quick. Um, we want to do some TV recap just cause like, that's what we love. We love to connect with one another on things that we're watching and just kind of things that we are into so um hopefully you have enjoyed the podcast up until this point if you're not into housewives or the challenge i mean feel free to stop listening if you want i hope you don't but you know whatever we do this for us so just sit there and enjoy it um so the real housewives of new jersey came back uh two weeks ago it came back it started back yeah i think they're like two episodes in yes yeah um, I just watched the first episode today and you know, how like when a season starts, they play like kind of like a highlight reel of what's going to happen that season. Mm-hmm. These chicks are wild. They're crazy. Like, I love Jersey. These so are much. 40, 50 year old women, 60. Some of them, I think, I think Margaret is like up there. Um, yeah. but it's like, they're so crazy. And I'm like, how are you having this type of drama? At your age, like, I don't understand. I don't understand. It's, like, so crazy. But um, the first season, I the first episode I thought was good. Um, I love that they've kind of picked up right where they ended the last season. Uh, there wasn't, like, a lot too much in between or anything like that. Um, I think the drama with, what's her name? Jennifer? Jennifer Aiden? Mm-hmm. She's, like, so annoying to me. Like she really drives me insane. I'm I can't like, stand why her. are you so obsessed with Dolores right now? Like, leave her alone. Yes. Like Dolores, Dolores is in her love era live, right now. She's just trying to live her own life, bro. Leave yeah. her alone. I am really sad that her and Frank Catania are kind of like in this like I, weird place. It makes me really sad. I hate that they are on the outs. I mean, they are honestly they, I understand people, it, but I don't certain, like it. Yeah, for certain people, they can see how 
um, toxic their relationship can be, obviously, yeah. because they're ex-partners and yeah. things like that. But you got to give it to them. Like, they're great co-parents. 100%. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And that and that's a hard place to be. Yeah. Especially, especially for Dolores, somebody that, like, values trust, values loyalty. Mm-hmm. And she can still accept Frank after what he did to her. Yeah. And, still be a good mom to her children yeah. and along with Frank I think that kudos to her I she's, know I give them so one. much I give them so much props because I do love what they've built in the space of like co-parenting you know I'm a big advocate for co-parenting Daniel and I do it really well with Noah's dad and his wife and shout out to them like we really 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 do strive to like be good co-parents and so I understand it. I respect it. I don't think I could ever co-parent the way that <laughs> Frank and Dolores do. But yeah. you know what? To each their own. Everybody has their own way. I think as long as you're putting forth effort, you know, then you can kind of go from there. But yeah, I was really sad to kind of see that they were on the outs in the sense of like their relationship wasn't as close. But I also understand it because now she has somebody in her life who's like not about it. Um So, yeah, I'm not really too crazy about, like, watching her love story play out. I'm happy for her, but, eh, I don't really care. Um, Obviously, Melissa and Joe Gorga, favorites, favorites, favorites. Um, I love that Melissa's just kind of in this place of, like, she really could care less about the whole Teresa drama. She's kind of over it. Teresa's a psychopath anyway. Um, What are your thoughts on Gorga taking a stand Here's my issue with mm. the Gorga Judices. Teresa is, there's no denying that Teresa Judice is an OG. She mm-hmm. has lived her life out on reality TV. She is the pillar of this show. This show literally, when she went to jail, stopped production just for her. Mm. So you can't tell me that this lady is not serving it up on TV. I just, okay. like, I'm not interested. I'm really not. She, <laughs> Teresa, to me, just the dumbfoundedness on her face sometimes is what drives me insane. Like, she's always I'm lost. Like, like she doesn't like, know home, what's going on. Right. I'm like, homegirl, get with the program. Like, yeah. how do you, like, do you not have common sense? Mm-hmm. Like, this is this is a problem but i think that i'm really sad about her and joe's relationship and like yeah. every everybody keeps saying like this is your only blood sibling this is your only brother and you're going to continue to be on the outs with him mm-hmm. and i've seen i mean my interpretation of the seasons in the past is that joe and melissa really do try to make an effort with Teresa, um but when the shoe is on the other foot Teresa will do anything to throw them under the bus yeah i'm not i'm not saying that Teresa's wrong i'm not saying she's not right but i understand both sides you know i can't i, I don't know i i think that obviously i'm always going to be team melissa and joe i think that they are just a story for the record books. They're a little toxic, but you know the toxicas are they're they're my people. <laughs> they are. My people. They really I, are. I, re- I resonate. Uh, the girls at work call me toxic. Oh my god. They call me la toxica. La toxica. And, I, and I'm like, listen, you're not wrong. Oh However, I think. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, however, I really do appreciate, you know, Melissa and Joe's relationship. They're raising a beautiful family together. They really try to, in my opinion, keep the peace. Mm Mm-hmm. But that obviously that's not that's not everybody's opinion. They can be known to start some drama, but I think, neither here nor there. I think the problem is this. I think for so long they have been those people to keep the peace and to like really, really try and make an effort with Teresa. I think last season she was just off. Like she was like just not right. Her mental peace, like her mental place was not right. She was just like she kept saying things that were like not reality so she had like this skewed perspective of like people coming for louis and all this stuff and it was like homegirl no like that's not real like what you and she wouldn't let anybody talk and like it was just like a disaster so i want to give her a pass for how she was last season because she was like literally not right she did say in this episode that she has started therapy she's trying to get her mental health right which we support here at as told by moms, of course. Um, but I'm curious to see how it's going to play out and the work that she's putting in. I think she made a big step with, uh, what is this chick's name? Margaret? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she made a big step with Margaret, having her come over and kind of just like, you know. And I think Louis is good for her because he does call her out on certain things. I was literally going to say the same thing. Like, Louis, when Margaret was talking, mm-hmm. Louis was like, let, let her finish. Yeah, because she was, was like, talking oh, over her. Yeah. Go off, Louis. Let her know. Yeah, because her she, in her place. she does that. And then she starts saying things that's, like, not real. And it's like, girl, if you just listen to what the person is saying, like, you'll understand. But, like, you're jumping in front of her not letting her say what she wants to say. She lives in an alternate reality. She sometimes. really does. She really does. So... I think it was a good start to the season. I'm excited to see it all play out. It's going to be wild. Jennifer Aiden needs to get some freaking help because she's a mess. That girl is a mess. Did you see her walking up the stairs in her boot with her heel? She's like so ridiculous. I can't not be bothered <laughs> with her. I really can't. She's so ridiculous. Um, I, and she's like annoying to her whole family. Like, she, stop. Her, no, her nose job needs to go. It looks horrible. It needs to go. And her husband's I, the plastic surgeon that did it or no? Because no, he's a plastic no, no, surgeon. No. She got her nose done in Turkey. Oof, yikes. Uh, yeah, she got her nose done in Turkey. Um, she will not build, let, not let Bill do plastic surgery on her. Mm. For good reason. Mm. But yeah, I, I think guess. that... Uh, Except if my no- husband was a plastic surgeon, I'd be like, honey, nip tuck all day. Like, do what mm. you need to do. I would let my husband operate on me. No, because then you get, like, the Lisa and Lenny Real Housewives in Miami situation. Mm. And she's like, my husband built the perfect wife. Obviously not perfect enough if he's out here, you know, doing what he's doing. That, uh, that show is wild, too. We don't have time to recap that one. But, yes, Housewives of Miami and Housewives of New Jersey and Beverly Hills, top-notch drama. Top, top tier. I will say I'm very excited for my girl Marge this year. I love her. Love, love, love. She's so Marge. funny. Marge is everything to me. I love the way she talks. I love her personality. <laughs> her relationship with Joe. I'm like, there's Joby, a lot of there's a lot say. of new chicks on there. Like new girls uh, that I'm like, who are you? I don't. Are they like know. friends of? Like they're just friends of this no, season? No, there's no. They're both two full time housewives. No I way. Think. 
I think Jackie G is the only f- friend of this season. Okay. Interesting. Which, which I'm very happy about. I really don't care for Jackie, but yeah, she's all right. I'm, I'm glad that she's getting her eating disorder under control and yeah, we support. You know, going, going to therapy. Her uh, her journey last season was very hard. It was so sad. It really was sad so to sad. watch, though. But her husband. He's a loser. He, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. He, no, he, he's not. Mm-mm. You don't think Evan's cute? Ew, no. Joe Gorga all the way. I mean, obviously. Even though he looks like a burnt chicken nugget because he's so (laughs) tan. Let's talk about the calendar. The calendar, yes. He, uh, Joe looked my favorite. Joe looked the best. Of course he did. My least favorite, and it pains me to say this. Joe B? No, Frank Catania. Oh, I didn't see his. Oh, he was the Easter Bunny. Mm. Oh, I didn't see his. Look it up right now. I want a live reaction on the podcast. Oh, my God. I'm dead. Uh, Okay, hold on. I thought, okay, so Joe, Joe Gorga, Mm -hmm. Evans, and then, uh, honestly, Frank, like, even Where did he post this at? Like, where should I look for this? On his Instagram? No, just look look it up on Google. Frank Catania Easter Bunny calendar photo. Frank Catania... I'm trying to type with one hand because my I have to hold the mic. Okay, Easter Bunny. Let me see. Ugh, not a good look. Bravo Universe. I present to you Frank Catania. Let's see. Um, absolutely not. Absolutely (laughs) not. No. No. Why did his lips look like that? And like not with the sandals. Like stop. No, I stop. I simply cannot. Um, the one with the group is not bad. Like this uh, did, group photo? Yeah. Look look at Joe Gorga's pants. That's Frank Catania on FaceTime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, because he was in I the hospital. That. Yeah. Oh, I love them together, Dolores and Frank. Ugh, same. But so sad. I'm, I'm very excited for this season. I love when they do, like, the precursor mm-hmm. of what's what's to come. I'm like, oh, my God, this season is going to be stressful. No, it really but is. I'm so excited. I am very excited to see Teresa and Louis' wedding. The hair of it all Ugh. is just disgusting. Every time I but, see the pictures or, like, a shot of that, I'm like, this is the stupidest hair I've ever seen. I'm just like, how did her neck not, like, fall off? How did she not need a chiropractor after no, that? No, it just looks so... It was, like, typical, typical, stereotypical jersey. jersey. Like, it was so bad. But she has beautiful hair with without all of that. Like, why? I know. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. I will say her... her and this is the last thing I want to say. Her girls are gorgeous. No, they really are. Like and Adriana, also, also George, she, Joe Gorga's kids are really pretty too, and really cute kids. Yeah, um, Adriana, her twelve-year-old, mm-hmm. does not look twelve. No, and she's so beautiful. Where do they get this these light eyes from? Um, Gia, Gia has the light eyes too, right? Yeah, Gia, yeah. Adriana, Melania, and Gabriella's eyes are like hazelish. But Gia, Melania, and Adriana have light eyes. I think Melania's are like greenish. Yeah, and then they're beautiful. Gia and Adriana girls. have blue eyes. They're yeah. gorgeous. No, they really are. Teresa's not bad looking. If she would stop doing like that burnt, like leather skin, she would not <laughs> be that bad. And the plastic surgery, like she needs to chill out. 
she I just feel like she needs to tone down her lips a little bit but if you see her from when she gets out of jail she literally does not look the same really yeah no she literally does not look the same dang so it's such a wild time wild time period Mm -mm. um okay let's move on to the challenge because we don't have that much time left but i'm so excited the finale just happened yesterday and i don't think i recap i don't think i've ever cried in a finale I don't think I ever have. I was, I'm always shocked. I'm always surprised. I'm always appalled. I'm always grossed out. Um, And this one didn't disappoint. It was a 100 hour challenge um, finale. And it was three teams left. No, four when they originally started. Four Mm -hmm. teams started the 100 hours. It was a two part finale. And it finished up yesterday. And it was just, it was sad to watch these teams because. They were injured. Anissa was injured. Jordan was pushing her to the limit. Um, And then Nani was injured. Johnny was pushing her to the limit. And Tori and Devin were just like the king and queen of the challenge. (laughs) And they were just thriving, honestly. They really were. Tori and Devin are proof that you are you have to be a good all-around player. Mm-hmm. You just really do like you have to politic, you have to be good at puzzles. You have to have strength, you yep. have to have confidence. Like there's so much that goes into being a challenger that just shows you it's not strictly physical. Yep. Yeah. And I think that I I have to say like kudos to Olivia and Horacio. I really think that I'm sorry for Olivia's face, but if that wouldn't have happened, they would have knocked Tori and Devin out 100%. 100%. They were freaking fantastic as rookies, as a partnership. Like, they killed it. I do wonder how they would have done it, the puzzles, though. Um, I think Olivia is, like, a good thinker. I think she is. And Horacio is just, like, a beast. So he would have... I think they would have crushed it, to be honest with you. That cinder block puzzle at the end, bro, that's insane. To watch Johnny Bananas just, like, get so deflated because they realized that they had done it wrong. And there was, at this point, really they no were ahead. point. Yeah, but they it were was ahead. when they realized that they had done it wrong, there was no point in them to Way even try late. to break it down and try it again. Like, it was so far gone that it was just it was just sad like it really broke my heart because i know he wasn't doing it for himself and the fact that he got emotional about it i was just like oh my god they have never never not once showed this side of johnny ever Mm-mm. in all the years that we've watched the challenge never has no. this dude shed a tear he literally stole money from his partner in one of the seasons like he's cold blooded and for yeah. him to feel this, like, devastation because he wanted to win for Nani, like, it was just so sad. It was really I th- sad. I think that that's just a testament to the type of guy, like, not only that Johnny is, but also that yeah. Jordan is. Because Jordan and Johnny were both there with the preface of having their partners win their first, yeah. you know, championship. How many has Jordan won? I think Jordan has won three or four. Okay, so he's not as not as much as Johnny, but he mm-hmm. is he is a two a three to four time challenge champ. Yeah, so that was interesting to watch. It was interesting to watch him cheer on Tori. 
because that's mm. his ex-fiance. And mm-hmm. their relationship this season was a little wild because it felt like, yeah, it felt like they were literally almost about to get back together. But then he was like cuddled up with other people. I don't really know what was happening there. But then in the last episode, he literally said that they still love each other. So I'm not really sure where this is going. I'm so excited to watch the reunion because um, I know the reunion wasn't that far ago. And um, things always change after like I feel mm-hmm. like once the season wraps and then the reunion happens and it's just like, so what happened after? Well, nothing. He went and was with somebody else. Like, it's just whack. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think Tori and Devin, like, they played a great season. They absolutely demolished the final. I feel like they played smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, were able to do that and pull out the win, win a million bucks. I did like that this final was not just like a climb up the mountain. Yeah. I feel they like killed it. I feel like 100 hours is obviously very excessive. Like I did not need three episodes for the final. For sure. I, I could have done it in two, maybe even in one. Yeah. But I, I think two would have been a good happy medium. I felt like three was so dragged out. Mm-hmm. But there really was so much that happened in this final. Like Olivia getting hurt, Anissa getting hurt. The arguments, the so much happened, mm-hmm. but I think that Devin is slowly becoming one of my favorite challengers. I think so too. I think he's hilarious. Um, I love his, his comedic, personality. Yeah, his comedic timing is really cool and very funny to watch. Um, yeah, I feel like the challenge. I did like that they had so many different types of challenges. So like they had the car pushing one. They had. The eating one, which is so freaking disgusting. I had to disgusting. skip almost half of it. Um, they started Both out of them. with Yeah, they started the, out with the, riding the, the bikes. Oh yeah. Um, they started out with riding the bikes. They did the one where they had to drop the chalk, you know, balls mm-hmm. on the target. Um they had to do that time puzzle where they had to like the numbers were digital and they had to fit it into that square. Remember? Yes, yes. They did that that puzzle. They did the other one where they had to run over there and then to create the, key. the yes. Oh my gosh, that was so chaotic. So so um, much happened. But there was the a corn lot of, maze. Yes, the corn maze was so sick to watch though with all the neon lights and they yeah, had it. They that had was it dope. really dope. T- um, the the production value this season was top notch. Top notch, truly. They're really stepping their game up. Yeah, the budget is probably wild. I wonder what the budget I know. is. Let me look. What is the budget? Let me just Google it real quick. It's so crazy that this was, okay, this is season 38 of the challenge. Which, <gasps> 38? Which, yes, which means that they are only two seasons away from 40. Mm. And I am just excited on what they're going to do for this monumental 40th. And it's so crazy to think that Dirty 30 was eight seasons ago. <gasps> oh my gosh, that was a good season. It feels like so much has happened since then. Can you believe that that was Tori's first season on the challenge? Bro, you're going to die. What's the production budget? No, listen to this. The revenue. (gasps) How much revenue does the challenge make? Challenge revenue is $800 million a year. (gasps) I wonder how much TJ makes. Oh, he probably makes a bunch. How much does the challenge pay per week? Between $3,000 and $5,000. Elite veteran contestants can earn up to 80000 just for showing up. 
meaning the less popular veterans bring in three to five thousand per week. Newcomers are paid around a thousand dollars an episode. Wow, that is wild. Okay, so if newcomers are paid about a thousand dollars an episode, Olivia and Horacio obviously were there from the beginning, and they were what this is episode 20, so they were let's say around for. 16 17 episodes including the final mm-hmm. so they made 17 grand just for being there hey i mean i mean not bad we, we and then say, everything else is like expense paid and all that so like hey but like we also say just for being there but they go through some really grueling um, stuff 100 percent. i could never could you imagine no. absolutely not let's see who it says that wes hold on the highest paid challenger. He's racked or, up as he's racked up three hundred and three thousand no, total. Johnny, ha, Johnny has won way more than that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm just saying Casey has made four hundred and three thousand. Amber made four hundred and fifty five thousand. This That's is like it. their earnings so far. Yes has already made five hundred and eleven thousand. Who? What? Uh yes. Who's yes? Oh my gosh, he's like a OG. Oh, yes. yes. You know who he is. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember him. Cara Maria has made 602000 Turbo made 750000 Do you think, what if Cara Maria makes a comeback for 40th? I don't know how I, I feel about so. it. I don't know how I feel about it. I do kind of miss her. And what's her boyfriend's name again? I forgot. Polly. Polly. I actually miss Polly more than her, to be honest. Uh, toxic. Um, Jordan has made 833000 Ashley Mitchell, 1.1 million. A little thiefer. And Bananas has made, she's made almost a little bit less than Bananas, but um, she's made 1.1, she's made a million, 121,250. Bananas has made 1,184,720. Insane. CT has more than Bananas. I forgot about CT. He has 1.3 million. CT has less wins, but more because like if you figure bananas won the small like a lot of the smaller yeah in the beginning smaller things. CT has won a lot of the more recent challenges yeah. where prizes have been higher, so Absolutely. that makes sense. Yeah, he has hit oh one point three million dollars. CT has made, which is oh. crazy. I love me some CT. Yeah, love CT's me some the, Chris. Yeah, CT is the best. Um, I, I need him back on my TV ASAP. Rocky. I did love that. Um, I did love that Tori and Devin carried the tradition that CT did and Casey. and Casey, and they gave second and third place something, which I thought was so. That was so powerful. Like that, they didn't that, have to do that. That is what made me cry. Just yeah. seeing not seeing Nani's face. Like obviously she lost her mom before mm-hmm. the season happened and just seeing how defeated she was, you know, getting to a final and losing. Yeah. But still being able to go home with something, I think, you know, it's just phenomenal. Like I, I want nothing but good things for her. And just seeing her face really broke my heart. But that just again proves to you that Tori and Devin are good people yeah you know outside of the game yeah i wonder if bananas would have won if he would have thought to do that i don't think he would have i don't think he would have either and i don't think nani would have either i don't think it would have come from her 
to do that. Yeah. Well, maybe because she's with Casey. So maybe that would have been a thought. Um, but this is like right. the third time, right? Because it was, it was, oh no, this is only the second time that the winners have given something away, right? Correct. Okay. Um, so I'm curious to see who is going to be the jerk who doesn't do it in these next few seasons. I feel like Bananas, if he wins again, he won't do it. Well, maybe now he would because he was on the receiving end of it and he knows what he what it felt like. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? Um, Kyle? I'd, absolutely I not. <laughs> I, I could I could definitely see Jordan doing that. I could see Jordan doing it. I could see, I could see Corey doing it. I could see Nelson doing it. Kyle, definitely not. Kyle, absolutely not. He'll steal from his partner. <laughs> See, the thing about Corey and Nelson is I feel like they would do that for each other. True. I don't think they would do that for other people. I definitely mm. think they don't. They wouldn't give bananas 40 no. grand. No, absolutely not. He know. has enough. Truly. <laughs> Truly. Um, yeah, it was a great season. I'm excited for the next one that's coming out. Um which is going to be on March something, right? So Let's see. By the time the next our next season comes out, it probably won't be on. So we'll be recapping something else at that point. We will be um, touching base in our in our personal chats. Yeah, oh, of course. 100%. <laughs> at that point in time. But I'm very excited for, for the new season of the challenge. I'm excited for production value. Mm-hmm. I'm just really eager to see what these people are bringing. And um, it's called the Challenge World Championship. Oh, I love to see it. And it starts streaming March 8th. Paramount Plus. Oh my, oh my God. March 8th. <gasps> You're going to be here. Oh my God. I'm We're so going to be together to watch it. Yeah. Lauren's coming to Charlotte. Um, finally. Finally. I wasn't going to say it, but you said it. So yeah. No, finally, finally because <laughs> there's going to be no hurricane Praise. that s- stops me from coming. Praise. Um, yeah. So we'll be together when that season comes out, which is exciting. Um, all right. I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else that you want to talk about before we wrap up season dose no nothing else to talk about just wanted to say again thank you guys so much for listening it has been such an amazing season i'm very excited for season three i think that it's going to be one of our best seasons ever same i'm excited to do this with you um i wouldn't want to do it with anyone else i mean I would do it alone. Just kidding. Psych. That's Lame. boring. <laughs> um, yeah. So thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting this season. I really do feel like, you know, it was just a great season. So just keep supporting. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Like, comment, share. Share it with your friends. Share it with those you like, those you don't like. Um, and Lauren, tell them where they can find us. Don't forget to go back and listen to all of season one. Continue to support all yeah. of season two. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music. Yep. And wherever podcasts can be found. This is true. Um, if you're taking a road trip this summer, if you're doing anything fun, if you're going on a road trip for spring break, we have now 20 episodes that are out. So that means you have like 20 hours of entertainment, of conversation, of things. So, you know, just tune in whenever you can and we love to see it. So we'll see you guys back on Cinco de Mayo for season three. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.